Starting with that, we were talking about the worthy woman. We'll review that just a little bit and continue in that study. Now, here's the thing. Proverbs throughout 31 chapters have been teaching us a lot of practical principles of wisdom and the characteristics of godly wisdom in life. And when the writer wanted to kind of sum up the whole teaching of Proverbs, he did it by depicting this woman that basically embodies the principles of wisdom. Proverbs 31, 10 to 31 is an acrostic poem. That means every verse starts with the next letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So this is, this is just kind of a, almost a, an index to what wisdom really looks like. Now in the course of that, obviously, it's a good passage for women to talk about some of the virtues they can have. Might even be a good passage for a man when he goes about looking for a woman. These are some of the characteristics that would be wise to look for. But mostly this just sums up the principles all of us need to incorporate in our life. So let's go ahead and reread this section. We're just going to look fairly uh, quickly at, at just some of the, uh, you know, kind of like the virtues of this woman. So when somebody read Proverbs 31, 10 to 31. An excellent wife who can find, for her verse is far above jewels. Her, the heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She looks for wool and flax, and works with her hands in delight. She is like a merchant ship. She is like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She rises also while it's still night, and gives food to her household, and portions to her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. From her earnings she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She senses that her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out at night. She stretches out her hand to the distaff, and her hands grasp the spindle. She extends her hands to the poor, and she stretches out her hand to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes covering for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes, the, she makes linen garments and sells them, and supplies belts to the tradesmen. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she smiles at the future. She opens her mouth in wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is her mind. She looks well to the ways of her household, and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and bless her, her husband also, and he praises her, saying, Many daughters have no done nobly, but you excel them all. Charmful, charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Give her the product of her hands, and let her works praise her in the gates. Okay. The book of Proverbs has had some things to say about unworthy women. Look at those first few chapters. But this balances that. Here's the worthy woman, a woman prized by her husband. And so you look at just verse by verse some of the qualities you see in her. In verse 11, how does her husband view her? trustworthy. She is reliable and she makes him money. She doesn't cost him money. She multiplies the family resources. She's very wise <coughs> and uh, prudent uh, economically, financially. Verse 12, 
She is constant and reliable. This is not some temperamental, fickle woman. She's always a blessing. You know, Proverbs commends consistency in doing the right thing. Verse 13, what do you see about her? Yes, she's a willing, hard worker. She's industrious. She's not lazy. You know, there's a lot of Proverbs that talk about that. She's, she, she really works hard. In verse 14, what does she even do? Brings food. From? Afar. She goes lots of places to find good deals on food, perhaps, or to buy the food that will be nourishing for her family. She is not some woman who is incompetent, who, who is afraid to do anything. She's, she's a hardworking and, uh, you know, very, uh, you know, capable woman. In verse 15, who is she uh, thinking about? Her husband, her family, maybe her servants, and she puts them above her own comfort. You know, she is willing to get up early to take care of her family. In verse 16, what does she do? She's, she's wise in business dealings. You know, she, she buys a field, she takes some of the money she's making, she plants a vineyard, you know, she looks ahead, she's got a good practical mind for knowing uh, the wise investments to make. In verse 17, what does she do? What, what would you say about her in 17? She goes to the gym, yeah. She works out. Well, she is a strong woman. She's energetic. You know, we often think of strength as being something that's a man characteristic. But not really. Women are to be strong also. I'm not saying, you know, they pump, you know, so many uh, pounds of iron or whatever. You know, they can, uh, bench press so much or whatever. But she, she's a strong person. You know, she works hard. She's... She's, uh, you know, very able to, to do what she needs to do. You know, those kind of qualities are not male or female qualities. Working hard and being strong, being tough, those are, those are qualities that are virtues for everybody. As we're going through this, do you have a comment or observation on what we're looking at? She also has endurance. <clears throat> she keeps trying. You're exactly right. She doesn't give up. You know, she, she keeps at it. Uh, she's, she's not a uh, woman that's spending all day in bed. You know, she gets up and gets busy and, and works hard. You know, those are good qualities. You know, just to be diligent, uh, to be uh, always ready to, to do something difficult to help. In verse uh, 18, she even stays up late to finish products, uh, her, her finish her projects, rather. Um, in verse 19 and 20, I like this about her, and this fits so well with the messages in Proverbs. What do you see her concern as being in 19 and 20? Others. Other people, especially what other people? Poor. Yeah, 
poor people, those who need help in various ways. She's always extending her hand to them. She's always doing things to try to help. She's not a selfish person. So she's not just a woman that takes care of her family. She's looking out for other people that need help, and she's busy helping them. Proverbs talks a lot about generosity and helping people who are in need, and this woman illustrates that. Cameron. What's a distaff? Distaff, uh, I've forgotten the exact definition. It means like weak. Somebody got a definition for distaff. Somebody got a different, who's, anybody not got the New American Standard in verse 19? What do you have? I'm with King James. What does it say? Distaff. distaff. Anybody got the NIV? It says distaff. Distaff, well there you have it. It's not our uh, most common word, is it? Alright, yes. Uncommon verse 18 also. This is like her candle doesn't go out at night. Yeah. Also, it can also mean like they have enough money, like she's productive enough that she has enough candles. Like, so if one burns low, then she can just light another one. Alright, so she's always prepared. And she is. That's that's another thing that you see a lot in Proverbs, is always being uh uh, you know, looking ahead and preparing for the future. Isn't that what you see in verse 21? Why isn't she afraid of the snow and the cold? Family's got plenty of clothing. Yeah. See, she has planned ahead. So she can cope with a sudden emergency. She has the foresight to prepare warm clothes for her family for the time of snow. Isn't that so much Proverbs? You know, the ant that stores up in the summer and things like that. A wise person is looking ahead and preparing for whatever is, might happen in the future. You know, the foolish person is caught off guard by every change of circumstance. They never think about anything except the moment. So that's a good quality on her part. And uh, verse 22, you know, her clothing is fine linen and purple. She, she's uh, taking care of, of her uh, family's wardrobe. What about her husband in verse 23? What do you see for him? Respected. Yes. Now, what does that tell you? How is he able to be so respected? Wife says a lot about the husband. You're exactly right. A wife reflects on her husband. You see a husband whose wife is out of control. It makes him less respected. What else do you see in that? Maybe she chose right in the husband. <laughs> well, could be. I don't know how much of this reflects choice, but maybe. What else? The people he associates with. He has chosen a wise woman as a wife. He's clearly seeking out wisdom in other places. Well, that's a good point. And maybe even it's the idea that he is looked to as a wise person sitting among the elders where people would come for good wisdom, good judgments, and things like that. Wonder, what, what else do you see the wife doing that helps the husband gain respect? couple of things that you can see. What, what, would in, what would she be doing that enables her husband to sit among the elders, you know, governing the people, being respected by the people? Raising children all too. Okay, that's, that's true because 
you know, you lose respect when your children are out of, out of uh, you know, whack. Uh, what about this? She has not overshadowed her husband. Now, she is a woman who's on the ball, but it's not like she's stolen all of the attention. Instead of her trying to stand out and make everybody think about her, she has worked behind the scenes to help her husband's image. And think about this. You know, there are a lot of times that a husband may have a hard time helping other people because he's always got to deal with all these home crises. You know, she, can, she can't ever keep it together, so he's got to constantly be giving her emotional first aid. And Not that he shouldn't be tender and caring, but a woman that is this capable frees him up to focus on things in the community and helping other people. You know, there's a lot to be said for how much a wife makes a difference to her husband. You might look at who are the men that you respect the most as strong, wise Christians. Are there any men in your church or men you know that you just think, wow, that guy, he has it all together, he's helpful, he's wise, he's organized. Now you think about those guys, I bet you in most cases, they have very fine wives. You know, I know, for example, for me, you know, probably in the course of my, you know, life over the last 30 or 35 years, one of the men that has had the greatest impact on me and that just really helped me a lot, especially when I was a young preacher, is Paul Earnhardt. And if any of you know Wilma, you know, I think Paul would probably say, if you know Wilma, she's the one that you really are encouraged by. And she is. She's a wonderfully encouraging, helpful person. You know Paul because he's up front, he's talking, he's preaching, but you get to know her and you realize, wow, no wonder he does well. Um, and I think that'd be true for mo in most cases. If you see a really good, capable, helpful man, a lot of times he has a very helpful wife. So she really enhances what her husband's able to do. Thoughts or comments through 23? In 24, she's making gar linen garments and selling them. You know, in verse 25, she smiles at the future. I think the idea is she doesn't have anything to worry about when it comes to the future and what might happen, you know, because she is strong, she is wise, and so she can handle things. Um, in verse 26, what does she do? Teaches. Yeah, because... Yeah, absolutely. She is a wise person. She behaves wisely and she speaks wisely. Um, and, and so you listen to her. There are some really great blessings in having wise, godly women. You can learn a lot from them and be really uplifted by them. Uh, 27, she takes care of her family. And I love this expression. She does not eat the bread of idleness. What does that mean? Well, put that in your own words. She doesn't eat the bread of idleness means? She's not lazy. She is not lazy. That's exactly how I would have said that. 
She is not. You look at her. Whoa. There's not a lazy bone in her body. She is everywhere all the time, helping others, helping her family, taking care of things. And as a result of that, her children and her husband praise her. Uh, they say many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. She's the best of the best. You know, uh, and, and that speaks highly of her husband. It's a wise husband that praises a godly wife. You know, he is not stingy with his acknowledging her role. He's not insecure and in trying to make sure nobody thinks highly of her. You see that every once in a while in a husband. Her children also are wise. Wise children praise godly mothers. If they have a, a good mother, they're uh, certainly going to praise her. And uh, they recognize good qualities. You know, it tells a lot about us if we have the discernment to recognize good qualities in other people. Look at what they say in verse 30. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. You know, they recognize what matters and what doesn't. It's not that she is a raving beauty. It's not that she has so much charm. And, you know, you, you don't look at her and think, oh, her hair. Or, oh, what a figure. Or whatever. That's not, that's not the focus. She may have been fine to look at, but that's really not what you see in her. Her outstanding quality is that she fears the Lord. You know, as a woman, what would you like to be? If you could be anything you wanted to be, would you like to be some gorgeous model? Or would you like to be a, a woman who fears God? You know, that's so much more valuable. It's so much deeper. And that's what they see in her. Good, a good husband and good children they want a God-fearing wife and mother. And that brings us in Proverbs right back to the very beginning of the book. Do you remember that? In Proverbs 1-7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So the foundation of everything that's excellent is the fear of God. That's what really matters. And... Uh, so give her the product of her hands and let her works praise her in the gate. You know, give her credit for her achievements. Her lifelong actions speak for themselves. You know, she is known because of her character. As a woman or a man, we ought to seek godly character. Don't worry so much about what you look like. Don't worry so much about your money, your power, your popularity. Character, especially God-fearing character, where you respect the Lord, and that's what matters. That's what really is important in somebody's life. Well, comments and questions on all that. Isn't that a great summary of everything we studied in Proverbs? I mean, she just kind of sums that up. I think it's a great way to end the book. Instead of ending with a sermon, just end with a character sketch. You know, you can just see in her, that's wisdom right there. You know, in life, in action.
And especially since we've looked in the beginning chapters of Proverbs at the wicked woman, what a blessing by the end to see the godly woman as the other side of that. All right, anything you want to say about the book of Proverbs before we uh, move on from there? All right, well, we are going to... Uh,